I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right. I'm not saying I don't want my parents because they're, they're pretty good. I like them, right? However, I am saying if Emma Thompson wants to adopt me, I'd be open to an offer. Okay. Who'd be your dad? Okay, good question. Um, hmm. Well, ideally, mm-hmm. Stanley Tucci. Oh, that's a good pairing. <laughs> Isn't it? It'd be too much. I couldn't keep up, though. Also, like, are you allowed to be a bit, like, into your dad? Adoptive dad. It's fine. It's fine. There's no relation there. That, that that tweet, that meme about telling Tucci, he's like, I would love him when he was my dad. Mm-hmm. You're my brother. You're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Same there with Thompson, to be honest. <laughs> Hi, it's Late Night Podcast of I Only Like You. Trying to do like a talk show hosting thing. Oh, okay. Live, it's Saturday night. That's what they say. They don't say live. They say live from New York. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Late Night is okay. the podcast of this week for I Only Like You in Movies, a movie review podcast by me and you. Me, Sine, you. Wait, no, me, Lonnie, you, Sine, you, audience. Oh, my goodness, we're in for it. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we have seen Late Night, and you know what? I liked it. I really liked it. I liked it better when I thought we were the only people in the cinema. <laughs> I mean, that, was chan- <laughs> that was a chance at one point and yeah. people came in. Oh, damn it. So it's a, it's a comedy drama, rom-com-ish, yeah. chick flickish more than rom-com-ish, it's let's face chi- it's it. It's a chick flick. And you know what? What's wrong with that? I love chick flicks. Mm-hmm. You back off, mm-hmm. right? It's Emma Thompson as like a late night host in the vein of Letterman, Colbert, that sort of thing. And she's not very nice to people. Mindy Kaling comes along, scores the job on her all-male white writing stuff. Mm-hmm. Bloody sparks fly after that. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a big fan of Mindy. I am. From the office days? Yeah. But I just I feel like I loved her before then. I don't know what I would... I tried to watch her Mindy, Mindy mm. show you like series. It? I got through the first few episodes, but I think... I don't know. I don't remember what it was on or how Pro- it was hard to watch. It was probably not accessible back in those yeah. days. So, you, But it was good, though. I have to yeah. watch it some other time. Um, and Emma Thompson, obviously, everyone's favourite. Fun fact, Mindy, it plays a bit part in No Strings Attached with Ashton Kusher and Natalie Portman. They're really? Really? Mm-hmm. There you go. And so does um, Greta Gerwig. Really? Yep. <laughs> back in the day. Right. It's funny because now they're just as... I know, yeah. You know, bloody <laughs> Greta's a... Oscar-nominated writer and director, wow. Now, this one. I had a small problem going into the film, and it still remains a little bit, right? But a little bit better, made having seen the film. My complaint going in was that Emma Thompson is playing a late-night host, right? Mm-hmm. Who was an old white woman. When that, at least to my knowledge, 
hasn't really been a thing in late night television. Mm-hmm. Or if it has, it hasn't been to the same extent of being on everyone's, like everyone knows Colbert, everyone knows Letterman, that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So my concern was, okay, cool, we're in a universe where this has happened, but also she's a bitch. And yeah. then the whole story is about her becoming nicer and stuff, right? So I kind of feel like we skipped a step there of just having a cool late night host who happens to be a woman. Mm. However, watching the film, they made it more that she was a comedian first. And so in that sense, I felt she was more in the vein of someone like Ellen. No, Ellen doesn't do a late night show, but that sort of mm-hmm. someone who's made the transition from being a popular comedian in the 80s, 90s to then having their own late night show in America, which kind of like, um, what's his name? Carpool guy? Corden. Mm-hmm. Or Craig Ferguson. That's that kind of thing. How they made the transition that way. So I'm okay with it. Done. Good. <laughs> I'm glad just you just thought are. I should mention that to the audience. I kind of liked that we didn't get, I don't know. We did get that, just not in the order that you might have thought. Like, oh, I, I just mean in real life we haven't had anyone like this. So I yeah. feel like it's a little bit weird we've gone straight to having a film about her being awful when in real life we haven't had anyone. And the yeah. first time we get this in any sort of form, she's mean. I get what you mean. But, yeah. you know, it's better when the story's interesting. People have those... Like she's funny on camera, but then off screen she's not mm. very nice. That sort of thing, and you know. I also don't know that I would have wanted a film that you know was about a woman struggling in a man's world of late night talk shows, and she's doing really well, and it took her a lot to get to where she was. And I don't know. I feel like that's been done a lot, so I kind of liked how this just threw us in like the middle of an already existing show. I, um, my problem is probably that we haven't had female-led talk show hosts really mm, in real life. So yeah. I just felt it was a little bit funny we went there first. It's like uh, the first time we'll have a. I don't know. Say we're in a universe where there's been no female prime minister of Australia. Mm. We make a movie about how bad she is and how awful she is. You know yeah, what I, mean? I what you mean? That sort of thing. Yeah. Like maybe we could just have a different story. Yeah. But still good. Still a good movie. What are your thoughts? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Really, what did you really like about it? Um, it gave me that warm, fuzzy feeling that chick flicks give me, mm-hmm. but it was a little bit cleverer than most of them because mm. Mindy wrote it. So there was lots of social commentary in it. I thought the comedy was really great. Um, I did pick the reveal about the affair, but that's okay. I was happy to let it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Hugh Dancy, by the way, is unrecognisable in this film. It's 10 minutes in, I was like, God, that looks like Hugh Dancy. Is it? Where did he go? Jane Austen Book Club, Confessions of a Shopaholic, and then he just, like, effed off for a bit. Now he's back? Okay, sure. Dancy away, didn't he? And I kind of liked um, Dan Egan is in this film, whose name is Dan Egan, and he plays a character very similar to Dan Egan, and I will not call him his proper name. He is Dan Egan. Okay. And if he hurts Mindy, I swear to God. He makes the transition from working for the president to late-night <laughs> talk show writer. Look, it'd be great. It's happened, it's happened, you know. But I liked how there wasn't a big, like, romantic moment between them. It was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, they were going to be together in the end, and they just, like, it happened, you know, naturally. Well, it's good, and she we didn't have to have any, like, sex scenes and stuff. Exactly. Totally fine. I really liked... Amy Ryan for her two days on set just so she can do some reaction shots of, like, being on the phone and looking at a billboard and mm-hmm, watching a, mm-hmm. a monologue. So it's been fun for her. Give me more John Lithgow. He's great. In all movies. I love him. Every movie will be improved by him. I have a quick question. Name a film that wouldn't be good with him in it. Um, mm, See? Can't be done. Okay. <laughs> the Matrix. He's Neo. Imagine that. Yeah. 
thought this was the case. I can never... Who do you mess him up with? Steve Martin? No, I don't mess him up with anyone. I can never see John Lithgow's name written down without having immediate flashbacks of Lord Farquaad mm. in Shrek. <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't know why he's linked to that for me. I can't see him in anything else. Like, I can, sorry, I can see the actor in a film as like, yeah, he's Emma Stone's husband, that's fine, and I can watch Lord Farquaad, but when I see his name written down, all I think is Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Okay. I don't know why. It's a weird thing I have. All right, all right. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I, hmm, here's the thing. I feel like in film analysis and film criticism, mm-hmm. it's very focused on, like, um, the value of whether a movie was good or bad depends on how much they use film techniques in order to, like, elicit a response from the audience and then whether that's whether they've done it well or not. I think that it kind of doesn't really matter for the majority of audiences because you want to like a film, right? And if I left this film going, yeah, I really liked it, but I can't really put my finger on which exact things I liked about it, partly it's me not knowing much about film analysis, but the second thing I think is that it doesn't really matter what it did or didn't do whether the plot was good or not good, whether the lighting was messed up, whether the comedy worked, because I still liked the film overall as a whole. And I feel like with art, isn't that more important than sort of being like, I don't know. Like one of the criticisms of this was that some of the um, social commentary didn't really go hard enough, like it was just sort of a bit light on and then it was over. And I get that, but I still liked the film. And I think that's more important, like your overall gut feeling is more important mm-hmm. than, like, what the film did. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Didn't explain myself very well there. I see what you're getting at. I think there's a difference between film analysis and liking a film. And people can judge you for liking a film. Well, they can try, but who cares what like what you like sort of thing. But there's a difference sometimes with saying it's a good movie technically and thematically and all that stuff and I liked it anyway sort of thing. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? I guess so. Yeah. I don't really know. Okay. I lost my point halfway. All right. Cool. Do you think there's a better version of this film out there where those elements work or 
would have going into those stronger into that sort of thing have taken away from other parts of the film. Yeah, I see. That's not my criticism about that. That was someone else's. That I was reading. No, that's what I'm saying. Though, like, would that have made a better film if it had done that stuff? I don't think so. No. Ooh, fair enough. You just like movies. Is that what you're trying to get at? I think it's just like I like movies, and I know that this it's not revolutionary. You know, it's not like the best chick flick ever made, but mm-hmm. it was pretty fun, and that's more important to me than it being. Technically brilliant. What I liked, so what I didn't like about the film, it's not the film's fault, I didn't like the trailer had clips of the big emotional bit where they come together at the end. Yeah. Which, like, you know is going to happen, right? It's not that sort of film where we're on the edge of your seat where you don't know what's going to happen. We know eventually they'll, there'll be some sort of, you know, climax and they'll come together. Don't put it in the trailer, though. Welcome back to Lonnie and Sine hate really obvious trailers that include half of the movie. Mm. Why? <laughs> but there's enough in this film that you can have a trailer from the first, from bits that aren't spoiling the climax of the film. Yeah, I know. Preach. I know. I think companies that just cut trailers should be banned. Yeah. It should be illegal. Fair enough. <laughs> that will be my first motion as president. <laughs> uh, I really like the film as well, and I, I really enjoyed it, lots of things going on about um the struggles of women in entertainment and all industries, the entertainment industry, this one in particular, and how you know, the sort of struggles that Emma Thompson's character would have gone through earlier in her life. Mm-hmm. Now she's on top. She doesn't give a shit about anyone else, especially women. And that, that very interesting, the bit about you're a feminist but you don't like women. Was, that I was really cool. liked that. that so was... that's a great um, scene to sort of pluck out and, mm-hmm. and think about because, you know, the joke was, He's fired because he's got a family mm-hmm. and he can't commit to the job. Yeah. And then she was kind of feminist about it and was like, well, we don't have to do this and whatever. Mm-hmm. And most films, I think, not written by Mindy Kaling, would stop there. But because Mindy is amazing, mm-hmm. she turned that back on, on it again. Like it wasn't just, woo, feminism, yeah. It was, well, hang on, you say you're a feminist, but you're actually not making any progress towards helping mm-hmm. feminism because you have no women's staff and you're well, a horrible person. <laughs> she didn't even think it was a problem. Exactly, you know? that yeah. That was the worst part. But I really liked that because mm. most films would have stopped there at the first bit, but Mindy, like, expanded on it, which was cool. My only caveat to that is that the whole film worried, oh, this millionaire is going to lose her job on TV. Yeah. like, oh, how relatable. <laughs> I, w- I would also hate to have be in a position where I lose my job on a TV show where I can still go and get paid otherwise. Yeah. And the film opens with me receiving an award because of how good I am. Mm. But that's what it is, right? That's It's a fantasy f- film in some ways in that sense, you know. So, and lots of films made about rich people, you know, we can get behind. And, like, if we want equality, we want equality everywhere. So, of mm. the end of the world. But <laughs> I did feel like, oh, I'm going to lose this job. I've got to do everything to get this job. Like, all right, well, some people can't eat, so. Yeah, I know. But we're still sitting in a cinema watching it. People, uh, people can't do that. So, you know, who are we to judge in some ways? Can't say I've come across Nisha Ganatra before, the director, but mm. you know what? I'd like to. I'd like to see much more. Yeah. It's great. And it's a film people say you don't see enough of anymore, this sort of mid-range movie that's not about, like, explosions and superheroes and stuff. Mm. And it's not, like, really indie, super indie sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think everyone should get behind it and support it. How's it going box office-wise? It's funny because... Yeah. It's going all right. Yeah. These... Movies were really 
popular in like early 2000s. Like mm. most of my rom-coms that I really like or chick flicks were made around then, but they sort of died off more now and it's it's more indie sort of, like you said, like take Booksmart, for example. Mm. I'd say that's kind Much of a chick flick, sort of a dramedy, but mm. um, I don't know. It's interesting that this kind of movie feels <laughs> refreshing in a way mm. because we haven't seen it for a while when, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 20 years ago we were... Totally yeah. overwhelmed. Some of this kind of TV though, hasn't it though? Yeah, that true. Sort of stuff. Anyway, mm. I really liked it. I think you should get get behind it. Um, four stars from me. What about you? Um, give me a breakdown every star you give it, please. Okay, just because I give explanation, you just pick a number out of the air. I like to justify my reasoning. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it three point seven five stars. <laughs> The reason being... 0.1 of a star four. The the reason being is that it's not as good as a four-star movie for me, but I felt like three and a half was too harsh because I did really like it. So 3.75, and there is my justification. I'm showing my work in the exam. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for listening. If you uh, see um, Late Night and... Want to let me know what your breakdown of the stars are? Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> or just like talk to me, whatever, you know. Come over. No, don't do that. <laughs> Hello. One star <laughs> for Mindy. <laughs> just joking. I love when you do the stars, it's great. You don't. I do. I'd be mad if What's you just said. What's your justification for four stars? <laughs> All right, here we go. Go on. Um, strong script. Mm-hmm. Good performances. Mm-hmm. Well directed. Why is it not a five-star movie? Well, it did everything I thought it was going to do mm-hmm. in basically the same order as I thought it was going to do, pretty much. But it was a good example of that. And that's worth docking a whole star, is it? Yes. Very well. I don't, I don't question your star ratings. <laughs> yes, you do. I, I just accept them. I don't be like, oh, why is that only half star? We've gone on too long. Let's finish up. All right. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. 